In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Speaking of mums, I don't know what she likes to be referred to. Uh, Jill Carney, do, 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 do you like to be referred to as Mammy, Mam, or Mum? Good morning. Good morning. Hi, PJ. How are you? Good. Which do you prefer? Um, so, I kind of go by anything, to be honest, really. You know, any of them kind of get my attention at this stage. Great enough. Okay. Now, the reason we're talking is... Um, Jill Kearney, I, I've never met you, but I've heard of your work and I've seen your, your stuff on Instagram. You qualified as a doctor and then gave yes. it all up to become a full-time activist. Start there yeah. for me. Talk me through that. Well, so I actually, I did my degree in medicine. I qualified in 2011 and I worked for a short period as a doctor and my um, my now eldest son was, uh, he was only one at the time. And while I was so committed to my work, um, the balance of trying to be, you know, contribute as a parent um, and also contribute to an extremely demanding job was really, really tough. And at the time I decided because he was so young to take time out and I didn't go, I, I had intended to go back to it kind of sooner, but then I had other kids in the meantime um, and I forget now. But it kind of allowed me time to explore other areas of work. And um, I kind of went into photography work and content work. Um, and activism wasn't really a huge part of my work until, you know, the last few months, really. really? Um, but it, I was able to kind of, you know, I suppose, use my skills and resources in content. And, you know, I suppose a lot of people who became involved in the campaign for Palestine um we're looking for ways to help and that's really how it tied into my my work and I saw this as something that I could use my skills for in particular. Your passions have been taken in the last few months for Absolutely. and towards Palestine. Why that one in particular, Jill? Why is that the thing that, that dragged you into activism? So for me, I suppose human rights is always something I've been really um, interested in and really you know, I'm passionate about and when the videos start to come out um, from Gaza of children and it just broke my heart. I don't think there's anyone, you know, who can watch those videos and think that there's any justification for what children in Gaza are being exposed to. I mean, the UNICEF came out and said that Gaza is the most dangerous place in the world to be a child right now. And what what they have suffered in the last few months is completely unacceptable. Um, you know, where do we draw the line for humanity that we accept that children, you know, I mean, there's up to 
14,000 children now have been killed in Gaza. And to put that into context, right, I mean, the numbers, to put numbers on dead children, it's just, you know, it's so hard to get your head around it. But if we put it into the context of, say, Cork, right, if if in the morning we woke up and we were told, um, these are based on numbers now from January that I did when it, the number was closer to 13,000, but if we were told that all of the children in Cove, Middleton, Yall, Whitegate, Carrigtool, Castle Martyr and Cloyne were dead, would we accept this as, you know, as justification for anything, we absolutely would not accept this. And mm. I mean, it goes beyond even just the numbers of dead children out there being starved to death. Um, and it's just the, the line has been crossed so long ago at this stage. I was listening and to we, a UNICEF activist, actually a senior UNICEF aid worker yesterday on the on the radio news. And he was close to tears as he was explaining, yeah. and these are tough, UNICEF volunteers, as you know, they're tough people, was very close to tears, explaining yeah. the simple thing about, they reckon, the, the World Health Organization reckons that we all need 11 to 15 litres of water a day just to live, and that the children in, in, in Gaza at the moment, and the adults, but the children in particular, are struggling to get their hands on two litres a day, and half of that will be dirty. It's frightening. I mean, the rationing that's going on, particularly in the north of Gaza, where there is relatively no aid getting in and aid trucks are being targeted. Um, and I don't know if you saw, there was, they're calling it the flower massacre that happened in northern Gaza yesterday. I saw that. The, 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 the Israelis are saying it was a stampede. The, the, the Palestinians are saying they shot at us. Uh, my big problem well, with these, you know, is you know, who's telling the truth. But at the same time, more children died. And that's the thing you are concerned about. I'm absolutely concerned about the children that are dying and the fact of the matter is is that the aid isn't getting in and it's not getting in because Palestinians aren't getting in aren't letting it in. It's not getting in because Israel is controlling the borders to such an extent that the aid isn't being allowed in. The aid trucks are backed up in Rafa for miles. So the aid is all sitting there waiting. Mm. So to call it self defence while starving children, I mean, it's completely, it's, it, there's no logic to it and we're gone beyond even considering that. Um, and I think, you know, people, October 7th has been an awakening for people as to the history in the Middle East, specifically in that area. But if you look at the human rights uh, violations there, especially the life of a child in Palestine um, is just, it's it's unbelievable what they're subjected to. Um, they're subjected to you know, tear gas being shot at them, walking to school every day. Um, they, you know, the they villages are raided by the military occupation army. The, what the terror that they are subjected to on a daily basis. And if you look at the UN Charter on the rights of the child, children are have the right to, you know, a safety, protection from war, to a home, to play and rest, to education. They're being denied all of these things on a daily basis ever before October 7th. I heard someone say on a late night uh, radio program that I listened to, uh, Jill, where the presenter, I wouldn't say that the presenter would be somewhat sympathetic to Israel, but would be sort of taking that side of the fence on occasions. And I thought it was a, a very simple, concise sentence where the caller said, War is for adults, not children. 
And I thought that was a very powerful statement. Yeah, but I, and I suppose you like there's never war without children being d- directly impacted. And for me to see politicians in suits debating about, you know, um, the nuances while children are dying yeah. on a day-to-day basis, th- these people will never p- pull children out of rubble. And that's, you know, they're seeing it from a place of privilege Um and a, a place of power and they're not there's no consideration for the people who just want to live their lives who want to see their children grow up with equality and um, with you know the potential for a future i mean the the par- people parents in palestine have such worries about their children on a day-to-day basis and um, it's such the, the lives of children there are so impacted mm. um by what is happening in the region, and you know, it's not it, you know that it's not up for debate how how their lives are impacted. Like, there's been so many human rights organisations, including um, an Israeli human rights organisation, BT Salem, who, who have written reports on how it is an apartheid regime. The South Africans, I mean, we're not going to debate with the South Africans what they think is apartheid, and they have said that Israel's apartheid must end. And they said that in the International mm-hmm, Court of Justice mm-hmm. in January. Um, yeah. Nelson Mandela has said that, you know, they, they he said, we know too well that our freedom is incomplete without the freedom of Palestinians. So it's clear that the human rights violations are yeah. they're blatant and the lack of impunity has led them to get to where they are today. Yeah. Let, let's come back, though, and focus on the children and uh, your your emotions as a mammy looking at this happening yeah. to other children. That's what you're focused on. And you're trying to... And you're you're telling the story of the children through your Absolutely. Instagram, through your activism. Absolutely. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Absolutely. Well, I just want people to see them like the, the children in Gaza, the children anywhere in the world, they're children of the world. 
we have a duty of care to all children um, and they don't have a voice at the moment. And that's why I'm trying through my work, I suppose, online. I'm trying to get people to connect with the fact that they, you know, it is all of our responsibility as humanity to advocate for children all over the world um, who cannot advocate for themselves. I mean, they're not in a position, they have no voices in all of this and they are being subjected to the worst possible conditions. It is absolutely inhumane. And that's why I want people to mobilise. I mean, if you were to sit there all day long and look at these videos, you, you would be paralysed with grief. And I know that. And I know how hard it is to watch the level of suffering. So what I'm trying to do is get people to channel that, that sense of grief and injustice and take action in whatever way they can. And I realise, like people, I know people have so much going on in their lives everywhere in the world you know when people have different capacity to take it on um, and to mobilize but if you can find your capacity in some way to contribute to this mm. what um, would you what would you like what would you level. like other moms to do or other adults in general but other moms what would you like other moms listening to us this morning who... so this i mean there's so many options i suppose joining a group is an amazing thing you can do we have a new group in quark families for palestine um, and I, I, you know, we see it kind of as a future thing for other global injustice issues. Join a group, and there's within that there's support. There's so many ideas as how you can contribute to, um, to the campaign. The Cork Palestine Solidarity Campaign are an amazing group. I'm also involved with, and um, there's Mothers Against Genocide group who are a Dublin and Belfast group, and they are an incredible bunch of women. Also, they've kind of, and it's amazing the people you will meet who will, you know, educate you through these groups. I mean, Claire Holohan, I don't know if you're aware of her, but she, her, her father was the um, Irish ambassador to Palestine for years, and she's in the Mothers Against Genocide group. And she, you know, has really given us so much insight into life in Palestine. Um, and it, you need to really have, I suppose, a good grasp of what's happening to realise, you know, that we're all part of the global movement. Mm. And Can I, I ask you a question, Jill? Yeah. Think of a mum who is sitting at home now having her coffee. Children are in school. Yeah. They'll be home at one o'clock. She'll have to do lunches and wash uniforms and yeah. all for the weekend. And she's listening to you and she might have looked at your wonderful Instagram. And she'll yeah. say, Jill, I agree with everything you say. But yeah. what difference will it make if I turn up in the Grand Parade tomorrow and tell you I agree with you, I won't save one child's life. Focus on that. Okay, so I suppose you're standing in solidarity with a movement. There are Palestinians in our diaspora. There's people in our diaspora right now. There's people who come to our marches every Saturday who have family in Gaza, who are, you know, they're so um, burdened with grief and trying to know that their family's safe, to see people come out and stand with them and say, we see what's going on and we support you. And I suppose moving on from that, we're heavily involved in the BDS campaign, which is the Palestinian campaign for boycott, uh, divestment and sanctions. And boycotting Israeli made goods um, is a very simple thing you can do. And we're focusing on products like the Loopy Loo Baby Wipes and Little at the moment. Um, things that are made in Israel because... we. Unfortunately, the world listens to um, capitalistic uh, consequences and that's where it has to begin. Okay, and okay. we have to start with... Give me half a dozen brands, Jill. Give me half a dozen brands off the top of your head that you would advise okay, people so not to buy at the moment. 
Okay, so I suppose the BDS movement are are suggesting a targeted campaign because there's so it's so wide that if you were to try and target everything, it becomes less effective. So if you if people want to go log on to the BDS website, they give very specific brands like um, AXA, um, HP, and these are um, companies that have um, investments in Israeli banks or, or have ties with um, investments in Israel. Also, the pharmaceutical company Tiva, um, if you look, go into your local supermarkets and you look at fruit and vegetable, you look at the, at the packaging and it should, if it says made in Israel, they're also products to avoid. I see. I see. All right. Jill, good luck with your continued yeah. activism and people can find your Instagram. It's Jilly Bean Girl on Instagram. That's it. With a G. Yeah, exactly. And you're a damn good photographer besides everything else. Fair play to you. Thank you. Yeah. And it's been a huge part of my work as well. Um, and it's an interesting way to, you know, integrate it into Fair other, enough. you know, into social justice as well. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Jill Kearney. Yep. That's, she's hugely involved in the activism for Palestine at the moment. And it's all over the place. And look, those brands, look, people have, you could start listing off brands. If you want to find out more about brands, look, just look up BDS. Just look up BDS. If you want to find more, if it's, if it's in your, of your mind to not buy something because of its connections or supposed connection to Israel, then look it up and and make that choice for yourself. It wouldn't be up to me to tell you not to buy anything or, or to buy it or whatever. Thank you for that, Jill. 0818969696. Just something to share with you, by the way. You may remember that uh, a few weeks ago, and I'll pull this interview out and we might get it again on Monday and have a listen back to it. You might remember a man called Mahmoud, who I spoke to on the show a few weeks back now, and he had lost contact with his wife. Uh, he has worked in Ireland in Cork County Council, in fact, for quite a number of years. And he had lost contact with his wife, uh, who is in Gaza. And I was delighted this morning to hear from uh, Sharon, who is a colleague of his, and indeed in a previous life was a colleague of ours here in 96FM. Sharon messaged me very early this morning to tell me that... His wife is still alive and they have been reunited since our interview. And I am very, very happy to hear that. Courts 96 FM.